Hello, and welcome to the Vergecast for the week of whatever week it is. The week of April 27th. Sorry, here once again, I'm supposed to say we're recording this on April 30th, but for years what we've done is say we're, it's the week of whatever, and I still don't know which one people prefer. Hello, this is the Vergecast. It's a show about the Verge. Today, it will mostly be a show about Windows 10. Let's be honest. I am Neil Patel. I am joined by Micah Singleton. Yeah. Yeah. TC. And I got Sammy in the hype desk. Hey. <laughs> uh, the shot is, oh man, this needs work. <laughs> what is we, happening? We didn't test the shot beforehand because I was periscoping, but it was worth the periscope. I will say that Sam, uh, in an effort to be thirsty on every platform possible, uh, literally before the show began was in the control room periscoping John clicking a button on a computer that makes the stream go live. I'm getting tweets right now. And then now. he ran from the control room into the studio, sat down in time for me to say Sammy in the hype desk, hey. and then do that. <laughs> Which, the thirst is real, guys. <laughs> Wait, I, I, to be commended in many ways. But anyway, this is the Vergecast. I'm excited you're here. Uh, Dieter is on vacation, a well-deserved vacation. Kind of. Dieter sucks at being on vacation. Yeah, he's always on Twitter. He has, no, he's, he's in Slack with me. He's texting me. He sent me a random email about the LG G4 a couple days ago, like during the event. He's like, make sure we get review units. And I was like, yes, Dieter, it's my first day. <laughs> but he can't help it. God, God bless him. But he's on vacation. Uh, Ziggy is in San Francisco looking at a four. Are we calling him Ziggy? I've been calling him Ziggy for years. I'm not, I'm wow. not done with that. Well, uh, as yeah, soon as Ziggy we started my new policy <laughs> no. of only hiring people named Chris, uh, they all need different names. <laughs> That's what you do. That's how you torment people named Chris. You all bring them into one organization. And then you give them, you assign them nicknames. You know, sure. I think we should call him Chad. <laughs> <laughs> After a legendary Canadian singer, Chad Kroger. I'm done with this Nickelback thing. Of Nickelback fame. <laughs> I have to say, this is the least. Let me just give some backstory here. Oh, the Nickelback trolling. The thing. people at The Verge are not funny. Ooh. Some of them are. Some of them are. <laughs> but sometimes they find a joke that is so profoundly unfunny and disturbing and then take it to even more profoundly disturbing on funny <laughs> levels. For example, Nickelback is just a piece of our lives here at The Verge now. Chad Kroger appears. I will say that if you have the proper permissions on The Verge, you can change user pictures at will <laughs> in, in, in the back end of the system. Many of our I'm authors have turned that. into Chad Kroger over time. <laughs> Very disturbing. Also, Nickelback should be just outlawed. As a nation, I think we should, we should as Americans, be allowed to say that we don't want Nickelback within our borders. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, let's talk about Apple. Oh, by the way, Mike is here. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Yeah? How you doing? All right. You're like, you know, Micah just shows up. I just fly, fly in, come by. The last time Micah was in our office, he literally, <laughs> it was like, what, like 10 to 5, and Micah just rolled in drinking a beer, and we're like, hey, <laughs> Micah's here, and he drank his beer and left. <laughs> That's Micah. All right, we all learn something about how to work. There is actually a <laughs> tremendous amount of news we need to get to, uh, not least all of the stuff that happened with Microsoft to build. But first, uh, we should talk about the, the little bit of Apple news that happened this weekend. Um, so Apple had its earnings, uh, the second biggest quarter for Apple ever. The iPhone continues to Which skyrocket. Which, of course, means it was a massive disappointment to everybody. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. In the investment community. Um, you know, i got to say the Apple investment like people out there in the world right now are they're just the most annoying right like that feedback loop where you invest your money in apple and then you're committed to apple success because that will make you money and then you're just out there being like i'm an independent analyst it's like finding a ten dollar bill on the ground outside and be like it's not a 20 <laughs> life is life sucks oh no i'm coming at it from a, a different perspective <laughs> which is that if you are a huge investor in apple you should probably not Sit around telling everybody how Apple's the greatest all the time. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so huge earnings for Apple. Watch I will burn. S- Apple watch burn. Watch burn. Um, and then, like literally the next day, the Wall Street Journal reported that the watch is uh, the reason it's so supply constrained is because the, one of the suppliers who, that builds the Taptic engine, a phrase that I love to use, uh, they're having problems and defective parts have been delivered. Which, by the way, is an interesting thing not to tell your investors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if they caught it early and they're, like, managing managing expectations, like, 
maybe. Yeah, but how genuine is your right? Is so, your is your customer satisfaction stat if half the people who want to get your product can't? Have well, then, with no well, then you're managing your customer satisfaction, right? Right, you're not. You're like, you know, you want one? How about a broken one? <laughs> that's cool. Now, that's. I mean, look, it's a new product. New products have problems. I think what's more interesting is the weird reporting around it. So Apple hasn't really commented to anyone. The Wall Street Journal ran this based on their sources, obviously the, the, the various suppliers, and then Recode followed up with like a quote from an outside analyst. They're all insistent that no bad parts have made it to customers, but then. John Gruber definitely had a broken one that he and I have been joking about for a while. There have been another couple broke. It's like broken ones have made it out there for sure. I don't know. It's the watch. I, are you? Do you still wear yours? Uh, I I have one that had got delivered today, and okay. I got home to use it. So right, yeah, because I'm a New York. Yeah, like a jerk. exactly. Um, I gave. Uh, yeah, I'm not wearing mine. I'm wearing, I'm not mine. wearing mine. Are oh, you wearing yours, Sam? <laughs> hey, yours. You got spray paint. Tell us the spray paint story real quick. Oh, um, so there's a filmmaker on YouTube. His name is Casey Neistat, and he emailed me uh, like three days before the Apple Watch came and was like, "I need an Apple Watch," and I was like, "LOL, why?" He's like, "I'm not going to tell you." <laughs> uh, and then he was like, "I want to spray paint it gold," and uh, he made a video about it. And the video, if you type in "How to Turn Your Apple Watch Gold" on YouTube. Uh, that is my watch. It's chipping off. It looks fine. I think I'm going to have him redo it. Uh, the video has like 2 million views in about a week, which is crazy. Um, but Apple Watch. Yeah. Wait, tell me now. Hype eh. check Apple Watch. Eh. No. So I had this. Eh. Theory. It's a yeah. Gen 1 product. It's nice. Hype, ch- hype check Apple Watch. Six, seven, Ooh. maybe. It's I've, I've spent, yeah, about, it's almost a week. And it's like, yeah, I see notifications on my wrist. And that's basically all it does. And I haven't ran exactly. with it yet. Because uh, I don't want to get this thing sweaty with the spray paint, literally. Uh, <laughs> like, I made it very. Oh, I made it very. Like, is that a first world problem? <laughs> like a like a like a YouTube filmmaker spray painted my Apple Watch gold? Yeah, and I can't. can't I can't run it. with it because um, I'm afraid no. the finish will play. Uh, I really the Taptic engine. <laughs> I don't think that counts as a first world problem. <laughs> that's like an entire like that's like a like a whole like tangent world problem. Look, that's like a thirst world problem. The, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Water <laughs> world too. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> the, the Taptic Engine on here is awesome. I let yeah. people I let people try it on, and everyone freaks out with the heartbeat thing. They're like, "Oh my god, that's my heartbeat!" and and I, you know, I I have them send like if you ever get random heartbeats from me, Eli, at like two in the morning, that is probably from some person wearing my watch. Yeah. Um, and I think the vibration, that whole thing is really cool. Uh, but it is, definitely feels like a Gen One product in the sense that why is it so thick? Uh, and, um, yeah, battery's really great though. I took it yeah. out, took it off the charger this morning at eight o'clock in the morning and <laughs> it's at 78% and that annoys yeah. me too. This, the, this whole the, wrist deal. What you're, what the people in, in their cars are not seeing is right. the, it's me flicking the my Apple wrist watch like move. a bozo. We That's are, definitely something I've noticed with everybody talking about the Apple watch is when people ask you like, <clears throat> how much did you spend on this? And they're like 600 a thousand dollars or something explain why it's good and then they list off a re- list of things that like people thought were cool for five seconds it's like okay yeah no i mean the thing that i've noticed the most is we've all become a a society of apple watch users who are flamboyantly checking the time yes Hello! <laughs> i do have a notification <laughs> uh it's just like because getting the thing to flip on is yeah. really hard let it know my name is long john Sullivan. i'm gonna, I'm gonna look at you time. yeah it's like- uh and then chris wrote that thing about turning off all the sounds oh because yeah. there's literally nothing worse than like because it's a really loud ding and then it taps you and apple's got this whole story about and it's it's true Apple's like the sound and the vibration work together. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. We love it. We thought about it a lot. And they're right. But what they didn't think about is that normal human beings should not alert the people around them that they're about to flamboyantly check <laughs> their wrist. Like It's like, ding. And you're like, I'm not paying attention to you now. It's awful. I turned it off. It's the television <laughs> computer interface theory of. I don't know. Everything has to make a noise. If it's digital. <laughs> right. It's very, like, old school. Um, so I will say, so th- there's a watch. The watch is obviously just out. Um, Mike, what do you think about their earnings? Well, they sold a ton of iPhones, as was expected. Yeah, They sold they, a lot of And they iPhones. sold a ton in China. 
Yeah. What is it, 60 million? Yeah. I think it's shocking, though, that the total number of iPhone sales is still not above the total number of iPad sales. Like, over time, that's crazy to me. But then the iPad is, like, tanking now. Well, relatively tanking. When did the iPad come out? Well, the, no, iPad growth is, like, it's, like, 10% year of year. It's, like, some tiny number now. Um, well, they, how many iPads do they sell this quarter? Twelve point six million. Yeah, that's that's a big number. It's like how many how many surfaces you sell Microsoft? <laughs> one one million, a <laughs> hundred thousand. Right. Okay. So in Q two of twenty thirteen, they sold nineteen point five million iPads. Uh, in Q two of twenty fourteen, they sold sixteen point three million, and in Q two of this year, they sold twelve point six. Like. Those numbers are just going down. But also, the iPads keep getting better. So, where what is the compelling reason to get a new iPad? Well, so I think the most important thing about this is that they now make more money from the Mac, which obviously sells even fewer units right. than the iPad. Than the iPad, yeah. which is bonkers. And I think probably everyone on the Mac team is like just running around, just like spiking MacBooks at the feet of the <laughs> iPad people. It's like what now? I totally picture that in my mind. That's awesome. <laughs> Bunch of nerds running around multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I think that that's what's interesting to me is it doesn't really matter what else Apple does because the iPhone will just carry them forward forever. I don't know about that. I, I don't know, know about, about that, that watch. Either. You don't know? I don't even know why I bought it. <laughs> Still don't know. Like, I, didn't I you buy the new y'all MacBook also? I love the suckers. new MacBook. Huh? I said y'all are suckers. Why are we suckers? Because you bought something that no one needs, including you. Like, I've asked all of you. I've asked you. Yeah. I think I think your real-life impression of the watch is far lower than the... The public review. score that we gave. Here's what I'll, and I'm I, putting you on the spot. To I will. Admit it. Here's what I will say. Uh, here's what I will say. I gave it a score. I'm going to be very charitable. I gave it a score. It's a, it's true. It's a fact. Uh, and everybody can go on the website and look at it. I encourage you to read that story once again. Share it with your friends. Apple Watch review. Verge. Mail Google us that. a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people spend a lot of time on it. I think that review, and I, you know, I've been reading a lot of like Matt Honan wrote this great thing in BuzzFeed this week about how we're in a time of great uncertainty, and like that uncertainty. Did you read it? It was good. It was called "No One Knows," which no, is amazing. No, I just think uh, that <clears throat> the significance of that headline is just hilarious in the context of like media and BuzzFeed. Something about a watch. Yeah, <laughs> fair. <laughs> what time is it? I don't know. I have to like it hasn't turned on yet. Uh, and the whole he, he was like, no one will come out and say what they really think of the watch. And then I thought of my review. And I thought, well, there, there's an intro, but literally the first words of analysis that exist of the watch are, hey, it's slow. And the last words are, you probably shouldn't buy it. Fair. Right? And then I gave it a number. And that number is, I think, fair. But I, I believe that we should live in a world of no sevens. <laughs> do you know this? When you ask people to rate something one to ten. A thing that you can do to get the truth out of them is demand that you live in a world of no sevens. Right. And uh, Lockhart Steele, the editorial director of Vox Media, does this to me. He says it all. The world of no sevens. And I have to sit there. And then I have to usually be brutal. Uh, uh, that's it. Those are some facts I know. All right. <laughs> that's it. I'm not. You can. Those are some dots. And I'm saying you can, you can connect those dots into a picture of a puppy. Uh, you can connect them into a solar system. You can draw whatever picture with those dots that you want, however you want to connect them. But the dots are on the table. I mean, I've asked people for months. <laughs> You're such a troll, man. What are you saying, Mike? I've asked people. For <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I've asked people for months to give me a like a legitimate use case for the watch, and I don't no think there is come one. up with one. Did you read this long John Gerber thing? And by the way, we were supposed to talk about earnings. We're just like lost in this watch. <laughs> they, so they didn't announce, and they're not going to break out watch sales for a long time. They're no, just going to no. mean other. Yeah. Um, but no, not even because it's like the first earnings after the watch is launched, which we're used to. The new product comes out. They don't tell you about sales because they need time to collect the data, all this stuff. But the watch will just be in like other, other, other services for a or, while. Yeah. They're not going to break out individual watch sales for a while, which I think is crazy. I don't know if that's true. What? Didn't they do that with the iPad? Didn't they break out iPad in their first earnings when they first... You know, this is like an old Steve Jobs quote. He was like throwing shade at Amazon. He's like, the reason Amazon doesn't tell you how many of anything they sell is because they don't sell any of them. <laughs> yeah, but Apple's, Apple's probably <laughs> sold. I, I, would, I would bet Apple's going to do first month sales. What's going to stop them from putting out a press release you know, next month? I think the they got expectations are sky high for it. And they got to deliver the actual products. 
That's also true. They got a little bit of a road ahead of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm di- I hope they do. I'm dying to know. I just think it's funny that they're right now. Apple's business is just it's like the iPhone and this incredible growth in China resurgent max in this like middle zone of like, here's a new product. We hope it does well. Here's this iPad. Something is going to happen. And I, I think the iPad is just like a fascinating thing. Like I would love my iPad to be more useful and it's just not. Yeah. I think they've got to get there. What Apple's going to do is put up a chart at WWDC <coughs> or something that shows the Apple watch against other watches, which is like, then it's going to look great. I think WWE, they've got to do apps. I, 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 they've got to start doing the native app story at WWDC. I'm just talking about sales, sales numbers. I don't know if they're going to do that. I mean, expectations, analysts have been putting out numbers, 40, 40 million, 50 million this year. I don't know if they want to deal with that. Yeah. Like that's, I, a, that's a lot of pressure for them. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We've done enough Apple. I, there, we, I do want to get to all the Microsoft stuff. So any other final Apple points? Hype check Apple. Right now, I mean the stock is fat right now. I mean it's like eight and a half. I would give it. <laughs> Business Sheffer just shows up. Business Sheffer, that's a new one. <laughs> Corporate Sam. All right, there it is. Corporate um, Sam is like. I think no. I think WWDC will be really interesting because of the watch. They're gonna they they can talk about whatever the hell they want with the watch. Like imagine they roll. They probably won't do this, but imagine they rolled a six software update out for it. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. What happened? Because I remember the original iPad came out in April, and then they had WWDC like two months later. I'm trying to remember what what iOS version was that? Did the iPad ship with iOS five? The I, they, I, iPad shipped with iPhone OS four Yeah, it was still called it was iPhone four. iPhone OS four, and then they announced iOS five, and everything got that right, including yeah. the iPad. I, I feel like they might do that. We'll see. <coughs> when is WWDC? June eighth, right? Yeah. Through the twelfth, yeah. yeah. Through the twelfth, cool. Okay. I mean, they've got to do real. Got to do watch stuff because the apps on they watch right now. The one thing that I knew, They're, it's bust. So this is here's. I'll throw you another dot on my map. <laughs> I I have I had predicted that the second wave of reviews would come out and they would be brutal, and they're starting to come out and they're a little bit brutal. Yeah. See on gadgets today. Oh, I see yeah, and gadget. Michael Gorman. I see yeah, what you did. I connected all the dots. It looks kind of like a butt. <laughs> I said, you can draw whatever picture you want, man. I think it looks like a kitten. I think it looks like, like sunshine and cupcakes. You're the one with butts on the mind. I don't know what that means. Oh. All uh, right. Speaking of that, yeah. do we it's, have an ad it's time to, to make, talk about? Time to make some money. Today's episode of The Vergecast was brought to you by Tripcase. Tripcase helped brilliant people take over 30 million trips last year by collecting their flight, hotel, and other trip items into a single app on your phone or tablet. You also get free flight notifications if you're delayed or your gate changes, and there's support for Pebble and Android Wear, so you'll always be up to date. To get started, just go to tripcase.com slash vergecast to sign up. If, Timothy, doxed, you are still not convinced. By the way, I like the, the idea that your, oh, first, your, your first name is doxing you. <laughs> Here is why Tripcase is a place where trips live. There's Uber integration. Tripcase automatically fills in your pickup and drop-off locations based on your trip. Shows Uber rates right within the app. You just click the button. Get a ride. How easy is it to click a button? So easy. There's free flight alerts. Tripcase will automatically alert you of any changes to your trip, like a flight delay or a gate change, via email or notification on your phone, tablet, or smartwatch. You can share your trip with a coworker or loved one. You can stop talking about whether your flight is delayed and start telling them how much fun you're having. Yeah. When people start stopping polite and start being real <laughs> about fun on trips, you can remember places. So when you go on a trip, you can save restaurants. You can check the weather, your destination. You can do seat maps on your plane. Seat maps on planes. There's a real opportunity there for a company like Tripcase. Definitely. Anyway, here's what I'm saying. You can listen to me talk about it. You can wait for me to talk about Windows. Or you can go to tripcase.com slash Vergecast. Check it out today. Back out of the cash lane. Um, you don't, that's a joke that literally no one could possibly understand. When I was in college and I, would, when I was studying to take the LSAT, my friend John and I would drive every day to another college and park in a parking structure. And it would be like 8 in the morning because we were going to our LSAT prep class. Like literally the least fun you can have. <laughs> 8 in the morning on a Saturday driving to an LSAT prep class. But we would always – this is so dumb – 
we would always make sure there was a huge sign in the parking structure. There was like the credit card lane and the cash lane. And we always went through the cash lane and would yell, cash lane and high five at eight in the morning. That's for you, John Connolly. I was, hope you're. I hope you're out there somewhere. Was this car a convertible, so you can like reach <laughs> up and do it? No. Like, we, yes, my friend John was twenty five feet tall. <laughs> he was just smacked. No, no, I mean like it was like a like, regular like, sign up here. No, I'm saying, do, wait, you high five the sign or you high five each, each other? other? Right. So like be, it was. It wasn't like a. Never mind. It was my car. It was your car. It was a convertible Mustang. It was no, it's regular. It's regular Mustang. Regular. regular, regular Sam, Sam, hype check this anecdote. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, approaching, we're approaching dangerously low levels. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Live life in the cash lane with Neil Had to Tell. That's my autobiography. Wow, imagine there was a show called Actually, life that in the should cash be Micah's. My, yeah, that's Micah's new show. Life so in the cash lane. Thursday nights on WGN. <laughs> life in the cash lane with Luxury Singleton. <laughs> just Micah getting on and off jets. That's it. All right. Oh, boy. All right, Micah, you want to tell us about the G4? That's like the other big thing that happened this week, but it was a small thing. Yeah, I mean, LG's put out their new flagship phone, the uh, LG G4. Yeah. It's a nice uh, 5.5 <laughs> inch 2560 by 1440 QHD display. Uh, it has leather on the back, yeah. which is, I guess, something. Why, why leather? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't we, get this leather thing. You're the luxury correspondent, you tell us. I, I don't. Leather and phones don't go together. I don't. No, they went. They, they have a whole. There's a whole series of quotes about how all the other phones are like more machine-like, and they want to be more organic. Which is organic. Nothing says organic like leather. Strapping the flesh of a beast (laughs) to a metal chassis. I think you just described the Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cool Terminator cow. Uh, No, there's a whole thing. You know, we keep talking about... um, I don't even know how to explain the text message I just got. <laughs> Joanna Stern just texted me. I'm doxing her, too. She just texted me, there's a cute Indian kid on my flight. Made me think of you. Oh, my God. That is so racist. <laughs> That's not racist. I mean, it kind of is. I mean, at my wedding, she definitely like chased around one of my cousin's kids for like a while. She's like, "That's so cute," and like ran after it. God bless you, Stern. Anyway, did you have a selfie stick? Because that would be scary. No, it's like years ago. This is scary. way before oh, okay. selfie sticks entered the mainstream. <laughs> they were on the fringes <laughs> in 2011. <laughs> Only radicals use selfie sticks. Uh, now the G4, I feel like there's a moment where like LG is doing a fashion thing. They're doing an organic thing, right? They're using all these words, and I think they're just like, what if we put like materials on it, and that's as close as they can get to like fashion. I, I just think they're trying to be different because yeah. they want to stand out, right? Um, I don't want a phone with leather on it. No. I really don't. The leather is a bunch of colors, too, right? Uh, yeah, it comes in light brown and uh, black, it looks like. <laughs> I, I don't Mike, get I'm trying to. I'm trying to make you hype for this phone. I, I can't you gotta, get You got to deliver some excitement here. There's a reason phones are made out of metal, and it's because it's good. I mean, you don't need to change that. There's but if you but there's a plastic that, back on this. You could have any material on the back of your phone. I mean. Materials that haven't been invented yet, what would it be? Not leather. Not leather. Not leather. Well, there's a metal back. There's a plastic back. I mean, this is just like one option, right? I mean, yeah. With the one, the one we have is a. Uh, it's the plastic back. Yeah, Dan has it. We have it. How embargoed is that information, Sammy? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Zero. Yeah, they gave them out at the event. They had like a, a gigantic pile of phones. Did you not see this? <laughs> no. There was literally a pyramid of phones. And we, 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 we put it on Snapchat at Periscope <laughs> while you were probably sipping martinis on the beach. Sam, was, you didn't I know. You, well, first of all, you didn't know that Periscoping Game of Thrones while it aired live was illegal. So I don't, <laughs> you, I don't trust you to honor an embargo, is quite frankly. Is Periscope scofflawing a thing? <laughs> You're just wandering around? They, they're actually cracking down on the Periscope. How do you now. crack down on that? There was an article about it. There were like, there was some, some, I pass it on to TC. But in any event, yes, we have one. Okay. It is, a, uh, it is the plastic back one. The phone's really fast. Yeah. Um, it's running Android 5.1. I'm um, skinned. Uh, camera's good. It's got the. Uh, I disagree about the camera. I, like I, the I played with the I camera like, for yeah, a minute. No, it looks good. looks good. Looks like something that would be featured in Hammerker Schlemmer. <laughs> a what? You know, it's the funny because it, uh, it can actually give you a shiatsu massage as well. <laughs> It's perfect for dads. Dads and grads. It's all it's a striper image and hammer. Like they literally only exist in June and then they go away. 
Like, when does does Brookstone sell anything at any other time? We got to do a deep know. dive into Brookstone. We really should, and just like blow it up. Micah, get on it. <laughs> do, they still, do they still have physical stores? Oh, yeah, I think there's one in the in the Freehold Mall in, in, my, in my hometown. They're everywhere. Yeah. yeah, wow. And they they sell crazy things. I don't get. Like the last time I went to a Brookstone uh, was when I was home in Chicago, and I went to a mall, and like literally the front display was like the world's best Bluetooth speaker, <laughs> and then like here's a drone, and then literally the third big front of store display was like. The world's most fascinating goo. <laughs> like, like, that's cool goo. You guys, like, it does feel like sand. Like, I, don't, I don't know what to do with this. Um, all right, so, Micah, why are you so unhype about this fan? It seems like, you know, they were in the lab and someone said, make it interesting, and someone had a leather bag on the table. I'm like, let's put this on the back of the phone. And I don't like, like, I like the S6, the Samsung X yeah, S6. Yeah. Um, Samsung did a really good job with that, but this seems kind of basic. I mean, they, they've definitely toned down the software, which is all I ever want them to do. And then they've got yeah. the, they've got their like laser focusing camera. So I disagree with you, Sam. I played with it for a minute, and it took like four blurry fi- pictures in a row. And like, that's the th- it's just like the one thing I wanted to do is like focus really fast and take a photo. Obviously, Dan has it. I mean, we'll, we we'll review we'll it at it. some point. Yeah, we're he's, he's spending it. this week with it. But I will say they've toned down the software, which is nice. If they do, uh, I mean, they still have crazy LG stuff all over this. Like, yeah, they do. Like the all the settings are like have been rearranged, which is just that's like. Here's my theory. It's like they abuse you into understanding where they've put the settings, and then you use a different phone. And you're like, I don't know how to turn yeah, down the brightness I, on this I, phone. I, Better I, go back to LG. I I can't sleep at night wondering why companies. You can't sleep. I at lose night? I lose sleep over wondering <laughs> why companies just don't put stock Android on their phones. They make the hardware. Don't mess with the software. There's a reason why Google bought Android. There's a reason why Android is good right now. <coughs> you don't have to dress it in your garbage crap. Yeah, that is it. I like, mean, if the LG, it, it, okay, like if the G4, if the S6 Edge or regular S6 were running stock Android, I would definitely buy one of those devices to carry around with me. But no. Yeah. I'm, still my, I'm definitely still on my Nexus 5. Like, yeah. just have it. Oh, me fine. too. <laughs> TC, your phone is the biggest hunk of garbage ever made. Oh, that's a great phone. <laughs> the great last phone. time I was out with TC, he just, he was like, my phone's so broke. It's his, the screen oh, of his phone geez. is so shattered. <laughs> it makes Can me- we roll that beautiful bean footage? No, you phone? can't. Do, it's an any- audio show. You have okay. to describe it. What bean footage? Oh, it's jacked. Yeah. It's jacked up. The last time I was out with TC in, in a bar, he, I, I will say, he had a few drinks. And he's like, what? Let's see if we can break my phone. And then just began throwing <laughs> it violently on the ground. And well, being like, look, it's fine. It was broken already. Yeah. So I'm at the phase where it can't be broken it can't anymore. Be further broken. I'm aren't you, free. Aren't you like been cutting liberated. yourself using this thing? Only a couple times. <laughs> this thing is nothing serious. I think Samsung has sort of separated itself from the pack of Android OEMs. Yeah. Yes. I think this is just, they're just better. Yes. Yeah. This is not on that level. It took them, what, five, six years? To yeah, but so. they got there. They, they're there. Do you remember the, the, the G3? It came out, and they're like, yeah. we put the button on the back. And we were like, L-O-L-Y. <laughs> and then, I don't, where is that coming from, Sam? What? It's making them hysterically laugh for no reason. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just, what what kind of spinning text gif is that? Uh, no, but it's funny because the button's on the back of the G4, and zero conversation about it. No. When you go home to Seder, is like how you talk to your bubby. You go, LOL, bubby. <laughs> that was a funny story about your- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, do you talk, do you say LOL out loud to anybody Who else? Who goes home to say, like, multiple? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, think, just... I think we all just learned something about you, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sam. I love you, Sam. I, I check you. the G4. And we get well, then we'll do another ad. Then we'll do another ad. Uh, LOL I mean, G4. LOL G4. Like, who, who's going to buy it? Who's going to buy a G4? I mean, you know, the Android nerds will buy it. But what's compelling about that next to a S6? What's compelling about that next to an iPhone 6? I don't yeah. know. The bonds are on the back. Oh, isn't that going to be hard to hold? Okay, put that down next phone because that's how people shop for phones still. Right. I actually Again, think Samsung. Yeah. I just I keep getting baby <laughs> updates from Stern. Like I don't even know what to say. <laughs> fine. Um, I will say Samsung. They like did. It's like not. It's morally defensible, oh, right? But they like definitely just ripped the iPhone six yeah. in many ways. 
which is yeah. a genius move. They literally did. They're like, oh, you don't want this iPhone? How about this other iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine. And all, you know, there's all those pictures of the the, the S6. They're like, look at how the stuff isn't lined up. Have you seen these? They're amazing. Yeah. And they're, I agree. Like that that would drive me crazy. And like, why is there like a rando Qualcomm sticker that's not at the right angle on it? <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, who doesn't care is most people. Yep. Exactly. They're like, look at this kind of pretty cheap other phone that looks like an iPhone. And that it's working for them. All right. One more ad, and then we, we're going to do it. As promised, we're in a deep dive into Windows 10. I'd like both of you to prepare talking points during this time. Ready? How many times have you had a meeting where you waste the first 15 minutes? It's usually because somebody has trouble joining a call. And you can't share your screen or... Someone else can't be heard because they don't have the right pin code. Nothing but problems. While the people at High Five want to give you back the first 15 minutes of every meeting, that is why they built easy-to-use video and web conferencing that you can actually love with your heart and then send your heartbeat to other people, and they'll worry about your heart rate because of love. The problem with video meetings today, traditional video meeting providers are ridiculous. Ridiculous. They're complicated. They're insanely expensive. Most web-only providers completely ignore conference room experience, you get charged expensive monthly fees even if you don't really use the service. You have long pin codes to remember. You've got cables everywhere. You're wasting your time. If you, for example, have an IT department, which maybe your company does, they've got to spend time and money setting up and supporting your meetings. But High Five, seamlessly integrated hardware and software, cloud solution, it lets people work however they want. You have productive meetings in HD video, multiple people. You can instantly start one of those HD meetings from your computer or mobile device. There's no remote to lose. There's no struggle to understand how everything works. You just click on your computer. You swipe on your phone. You can move the video calls from your personal device to the television. Just move them. Get them out of my face and onto that TV, you say, as you move a video call, the greatest of ease. High Five is only one-twentieth the cost of traditional video providers. You can outfit a conference room for $799. That's a one-time fee, Timothy. One time. Just one. Uno. There's no maintenance fees or monthly downloads or overheads. It's just yours. You just have it. Now you have it. Now you're swiping away conference calls. And then you have it. Then you have it. At that price, you can put video everywhere in your company. So what team doesn't want high-five? I'm just going to read the sign So what team doesn't want to high-five each other at work? You take back the first 15 minutes of every meeting. You get started today. You get high5.com slash verge and request a free trial. That's high five. H I G H F I V E dot com forward slash the verge. Wait, forward slash just verge. Request your free trial. That's H I G H F I V E dot com forward slash verge. Request your free trial and start meeting face to face with high five. That was a good one. I feel like I really sold it. Sounded good. I was and saying, we, and we did the high five. We did a high five. Crucial. I was saying this is mostly what I do at the Verge is I spend money. It's like that's that's mostly what we do as journalists at the Verge. We actively spend money. This is one of the few times where I feel like I'm making it. Yeah, I mean, earning. <laughs> Sam, Sam's just air trolling me. <laughs> look at that. Just look at that photo. Of all right, all right. right. What's happening? Oh, I don't think I'm on the internet. That's good. All right. Okay. We have a little over half an hour. Or a little under half an hour, actually. Um, we got to talk all this Windows stuff. I've been saving it to the end. I'm excited about it. I will say I have never been as like hype about Microsoft as I was to watch Build, except for the first hour of Build, oh. which was you mean the uh, first two hours, right? A nightmare. It was like four hours long. And I get that it's a developer conference, and you have developers there, and that's the audience. But you do not have to write code to your Hadoop cluster <laughs> in front of those. De- you, it is a choice you can make. You just never have to do that in front of like 5 million people. You got to play to the crowd though. And they, they love Hadoop. I got, <laughs> you doesn't. What the hell is Hadoop? Yeah. Right. Exactly. You no. know, Peter Gallagher, the guy with the big hammer, he smashed Hadoops on stage. Come on, man. I don't even know. That's the first thing that came to mind. I have no idea what it is. Huh? I'm going to look it up right now. All right. Um, it's a dynamic cluster array for cloud services. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> what? When you have a broad base of innovation, you can I know. unleash a range of disruptive solutions <laughs> with Microsoft's new Docker technology. I, dude, I don't know. Like, I no, say- I feel you, though. I wrote last time, like, 
in January, I wrote something called Microsoft is Ready to be Loved Again because they were, yeah, that's when they showed HoloLens for the first time and they actually seemed excited about what they were doing. Yeah. So they did the lengthy build keynote. Nadella comes on stage. He's like, we're ready to do this. Let's get into it. And then they like literally, so there's like a, a theory in architecture of compression and then expansion. Do you know this? Like, so like Frank Lloyd Wright did this thing. Where the he, internal combustion engine? I don't know yes. what you're talking about. Yes, the architecture often works like a four-cylinder engine. No, no, it's like uh, you walk into a small space, like cathedrals do this. You walk into the small space, and then it expands. And the first hour of build was just Microsoft just compressing you, <laughs> just like compressing your expectations. You're like, you're not releasing anything. And they, they're like, and now the big news, Office is a platform. And they're like, here's an Uber app inside of Apple. It was just like this endless buildup. And then Nadella was like, let's talk about Windows. Let's get into it. And then that news was really cool. In many, do you want to go through it? Through it through uh, Windows. Windows, Windows. Well, tell me about Windows yeah. 10. Can we just back up for one yeah, yeah. second? Back it up for the people listening that don't know. Microsoft has a developer conference every year. It's called Build. It's where they announce basically all of their software and hopes and dreams for the year. Uh, and it's led by Satya Nadella, who is their CEO. And now TC, explain what happened at Build. Well, so we're in developer season, right? So it's Build, yes. and then oh, it's and IO, and then WWDC. WWDC is right. they're all coming. Yeah, well, Windows 10 is supposed to be coming, what, the summer? Yeah. At some, they didn't reveal. We, uh, we, that's the be. one thing we thought they were going to ask. Yeah, them, and they didn't. Uh, but, I mean, the, I guess the TLDR of Windows 10 is that it's like something every really nerdy person who ever used Windows dreamed w- yeah. what an operating system might be like. Yeah. Which is something that can be on anything. Right. And you, you can run on you a Raspberry like, Pi. Yeah. It, like, does, it runs on HoloLens. It runs the Xbox. There's no, like... 14 versions of Microsoft that you have to go through a checklist and figure out what which one you need right. to well, install. They're, they're probably still going to do that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who knows? But, like, it's, you know, they did they showed the thing where they, they had the tablet, they plugged the tablet in the monitor and turned it into a desktop computer, and they're like, and you'll be able to do it with a phone, too. We don't have that phone yet, so this is a simulation. The dream of the Motorola Atrix 4G is alive. <laughs> hey, that was a good dream, man. Um, and then they announced Edge, Microsoft Edge, their new... Web server, which I firmly or web server. <laughs> God, I got I got that Hadoop on the brain. <laughs> Sounds like you're on drugs. Uh, yeah, man, just duping, just duping all over the place. Haha, <laughs> dupe. Uh, no, uh, uh, Project Spartan, which by the way, sweet vindication for Tom Warren, who was like, the Internet Explorer brand is dying, and then like everyone yelled at him. And they're like, what's our new browser called? Microsoft Edge. It has the same logo as Internet Explorer. So we're definitely going to keep both of those things around. Um, and then HoloLens, obviously, um, which, which is, is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. It's ri- it's it like, really is. It's silly. It in looks a go- really in a good cool. good way, you're saying. And, uh, yes, also no. Explain. Who, okay, who's going to use HoloLens? This is my question. I'm telling you, man, if they make a new like Tamagotchi game where you have a pet. So in your you're, living room we're going to go from or, like, Pokemon battles to virtual pets. I'm saying <laughs> Pokemon battles would be See, sick. That's what I'm saying. Hell. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hype, hype check Pokemon on, on HoloLens. I can't even give you a number. Yeah, it's, it's out of control. Yeah. It, it if, broke the hype check if, meter. Oh my god, can you imagine? And also like Yu-Gi-Oh! And imagine like Magic the Gathering if they got into this where the monsters were like real things. They, didn't they show one like that at the first Hololens demo? They, they, showed, like a, a they showed a Minecraft thing. They yes. sh- yeah. Which yeah. was like right. blocks. Right. Oh, man, but anyway, they, they showed so they showed several demos of things happening. And one of them was like the universal apps thing where you can have apps that work in yeah. the augmented reality vision. So the use case was like you're in your living room and you want to put a video on your wall somewhere <laughs> instead of looking at a TV, which is what every human being does. Yeah. And then you say you want to get up and move to a different room of the house. The, the video, video will you. follow you to a different room of the house. And it's just, well, it's I just mean, funny because during those demos, like there was obviously a person wearing HoloLens and they outfitted a camera so you could see what they were seeing, which is all cool. Like all very cool tech. But like the person is like, and then maybe you just want to walk to another room. And they like confidently walked away wearing a helmet. <laughs> just like I don't. That doesn't seem like how I want to move about my home. Like it looks amazing. Like I will say, uh, all of the VR stuff to me is still very nebulous. Like why are we going to use it? And HoloLens is like I get it. Yeah, it would be cool to like. That's the promise of Google Glass. 
that's like what you want. That's what everybody wanted yeah. class to be. But like, how are you going to get people to like wake up every day and put a helmet on? How do you, like, how at do you the end everyone? of a gun? Like, <laughs> how, how do you get like, AR Rangers <laughs> walking the streets? Are you wearing your augmented reality headset, sir? That, Michael, that would be like asking, how do you get people to wake up in the morning, sit on their couch, press a button, and sit at a watch a, a screen for two hours before they go to work? Yeah, but you don't have to put a helmet on to do that. Yeah, like, that's true. I mean, the, the helmet thing, I mean, it is like a helmet. Did you see the video? It's huge. Yeah. yeah and it clicks cool. all the, the way around your it's head. It's a helmet. It's a future. Helmets. Helmets are the future. No, I will say that the HoloLens is the most exciting Microsoft thing I've seen in a long time. One of the most purely exciting things. But the idea that you're just going to run like Skype on it. Oh, that's boring. And well, here's you're what, just going like, to pin Skype to a wall. It's it's. I feel the same way about this as I did when they first started showing off Connect, and I was like, dude, yo, Connect yeah. is amazing. I was like imagining three thousand different games that would be. Just totally awesome to have Connect on. Yeah, and then it was like Connectimals. <laughs> it was like one game. Yeah, that's that your favorite now? Connect game. I can't. I literally like. What's the Dance Central? What else do they have okay. Dance Central Connect was good. Sports? Yeah, Dance Central was like the one game for Connect that was like really clicked, and it was like this is pure pure Connect. This is amazing. This is exactly yeah. what this is for. Everything else was just kind of like eh. this is just making things more difficult. Right. Then they need to be, and it's all gimmicky. Like, Well, I mean, but this is like a, I don't know, what do you think? We actually have to get to the biggest Windows news of all. But let's, let's finish. I think if they can shrink it down eventually, it'll be great. But, like, it's too big right now. That's yeah. their issue. Like, you, you can't get normal people to wear a helmet. Like, that's not going to happen. I, like, plain and simple. But maybe if it's just, like, in your house or in your office, just got holograms everywhere. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't think you need a lot of normal people to wear it for <laughs> it to be successful, like... Get gamers to use it, yeah, right? and they will make yeah. a lot I don't of think, money I, on it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be something we live in particularly. I think you're going to say, "Okay, it's time for Hololens," and then you wear the Hololens and you do whatever things you do inside there, and then you're done. Right. So yeah, I think it needs, there needs to be like really specific experiences that yes. yeah you can give people through that instead of just to, oh wear this and stuff will happen because yeah. it's not going to happen if that's what you do. I think it'll be great for gaming, but. They need to really break down those use cases for outside of that. No, you walk. You're in your house. Your house has beautiful wood walls with nothing else on them, and you're just wood <laughs> walls. Every Microsoft demo has wooden walls. Have you seen? Have you not noticed? Oh, this? My, oh my god, you're right. Like, yeah, it's I always like a. It, it always looks like a really nice like <laughs> like clothing store. It's like a banana or a, it not banana. Probably a little bit less. Dare I say Abercrombie? It's like an Abercrombie. That's kind of what I'm thinking, right? It's like a log cabin, you know. <laughs> Um, rule. Remember that story? Like a, like a really high tech log cabin. Like you're in the future, but it's really earthy there. Okay. Anyway, so like and that's every like Microsoft a set. dance because of the cologne. And you're just walking around with your helmet on, and you're just like, you know what? I do want to. I do want that app to just be on the wall. You're just flicking it, just living life. But if there's Skype on the wall, they can't see you, right? If you're like, just if you're pinned a Skype window to the wall, there's no camera that can see you, right? Is you there can though? Just, you could just see that. Isn't there, Sam? Isn't there a camera? I'm just, I'm just letting this one ride. Let's, 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 let's tease this one out as far as it can go. What if your walls are made of cameras? Because I know. Well, I will say this: the rest of Holland's, like, it's not just a helmet. It's like a positioning system in your house. Right. There's like things that go on the corners and all the stuff. And then there was a big demo where like a robot rolled out and yes. turned into a bigger robot. That was nuts. I mean, it, it's all very cool. It's all very tech demo, right? They still yeah. won't let us film it. Or take pictures of it working. Um, the prototypes, like the prototype Tom used last time, was basically like a Windows Tower strapped to his head. So, like, they've got a ways to go. Okay, biggest news. We got to do this. Oh, here we go. Neil, we got to do this. So What's the hyped on this. I know biggest what he's about news. to say. The They're, headline is big news: colon. It's oh, a huge, oh, news. huge news. Huge news. Uh, every uh-huh. Windows 10 device will have an Android runtime, so you can basically just port your Android apps to Windows, and you can compile iOS code. Directly to Windows, so they're they're basically just like giving up on the app front and saying, "Bring us your apps." Oh, cool! So it's the web. It, it's no. kind of weird, right? All of Windows Ten, every desktop screenshot of Windows Ten is like little web, little apps everywhere. Like the like when you shrink an app on Windows Ten, it, like it's responsive because they're all universal, and they turn into phone apps, which is cool. You're shaking your head at me. This is com- this is too complicated. For How any, is this everybody. too complicated? I've, I don't think I've ever been on my – I'm not saying that I'm everybody, but I've never been on, like, my desktop at home 
and thought to myself, I wish I could run an Android app on this. No, but you have probably used a Windows phone and thought to yourself, I wish I could run apps on yes, this. Yes, that's true. And that like so solves a problem for, for them. So is Microsoft giving up on trying to like woo over developers? Everything they announced is in the 90s, Microsoft had this, this overt strategy called Embrace and Extend where they would take like web standards and like fuck with them and make them Microsoft standards. Um, and that's like, that's not quite what they're doing here, but everything they announced is you can run old windows apps on windows 10. You can run Android apps on windows 10. You can recompile your iOS apps on windows 10. Oh, we have a new browser. You can run your Chrome extensions here if you want to like everything is about just like bringing in everything else you might use into one, this one big unified Microsoft world, which is neat. But I, I'm very skeptical of, like, how well it will perform. I don't know if what you want is to run the same app on your Xbox as on your phone. Yeah, it seems, I mean, ugh, it what? makes me uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. It just seems like Microsoft wants to create, or what they're creating is just, like, an emulator that will run literally anything that's ever been made. Yeah, there, there's definitely that vibe a little bit. And that's cool. Yeah. What do you think? I feel the same way. For yeah, like two it's people. Too skeptical. Yeah. It's cool for like two people. It's going to be interesting to see how many developers actually use it and start pointing over apps. Yeah. That's going to be the interesting part. Um, I know they want them to do that and then sort of hook into Windows features and we'll see how that goes. I don't, I don't think it's going to work out. Yeah, but there's like great. a lot of Windows PCs. I mean, the whole thing is it'll be on a billion devices in three years. If you're like an iOS developer and you could just suddenly get the market of Windows touchscreen laptops by just, like, doing some work? Wouldn't you just do that little bit of work? That, I mean, that seems to be the bet, right? If you're an Android developer and you can get the market of Windows touchscreen laptops by just doing a little bit of work. Someone just tweeted at you I think that's good for Eli developers, maybe, but what about people using those apps? There's some yeah. limitations with that cross-compile. Only mobile for Android, only desktop for iOS. Still, needs, still need to do API work. I'm not sure if that's entirely true. I'm going to assume it is. Uh... I mean, they'll get yeah. there. I mean, like, yeah. it's going to take them a minute to do all this stuff. I mean, like, but that's the idea, right? Like, they, for better or worse, like, they finally, it's funny, Sam Byford, his whole argument for everything at this moment is they should stop making phones. Yeah. So, like, two days ago, he's like, Microsoft <laughs> should stop making phones. And then last night, he literally wrote, Sony should stop making phones. <laughs> and, like, his answer to every problem in tech is, like, you should stop. And I, like, yeah, well, I, but, I, li I like Windows. I've been using it forever. Yeah. Uh, I wanted a Windows phone for a really long time, and every time I went back to look at it when I was making a decision to buy a phone, I said, oh, this looks cool. Does it have Instagram? Right. So and the answer was no, yeah. and I immediately was like, well. Right, so if you're Facebook and you could just, like, port the Android Instagram app to win, like, wouldn't you just do it? Like, that seems to be how they're solving this problem. Like, it's not that much more work. We don't have to, like, pay you to write some custom code you have to maintain. We're just going to run your Android app and, like, do some magic to make it look like a Windows app. And then your customers will be so happy that you'll do the additional work of making it more Windows-y. Mm -hmm. And all of that seems a little bit pipe-dreamy. We'll see. I yeah. mean, it depends on each company whether they think they want but if you could to have give a Windows, experience. If you could have a touchscreen Windows laptop and you could straight up run an, the Android Instagram app on a window and use it like that, wouldn't you do that? Like I would do that. It would be that would that would like make a number of my extremely limited dreams come true. Isn't yeah, I don't know. I feel like the people browse Instagram on mobile <coughs> is made on for mobile. This is a, it feels like a weird going backwards kind of thing. Like do you browse Instagram? Does anyone in here browse Instagram on the desktop? I do, I do no. sometimes. Instagram.com. No, you can yeah. do it. Yeah. Come on. That's who good. uses Instagram.com? Nobody. I do. I, really? I, yeah, I check, I check it like maybe once a week, but it, it's there and it exists and it works and you can like photos. I do it occasionally because it's easier Katz to Lauren Katz is sitting here. She's, she works for Vox.com. She runs all their socials with, with their team. Would you ever use Instagram on the desktop? I use it to check specific numbers and how close you're doing. <laughs> because that's your job. I go back to like watch yeah. posts, but I never browse on it. Right. It's this is what I'm saying. I, but I'm saying if you could have that app straight up on your computer and you could just, like, do this, I would totally do that. Yeah. By the way, when I say do this for the people in their cars, I'm, I'm just idly waving my finger at a screen at a non-touchscreen laptop. I don't, what do you think, Micah? I mean, I'll, I'm going to pick up my phone and look at Instagram. And, like, the question is, even if they port over a ton of the iOS and Android apps, are you going to switch to Windows Phone? 
like if it had all the same apps, is it good enough to where you're going to switch to it? That's the question. Like, is it going to really make a difference? I would. Yeah. Does it have, is it a Nokia phone with a sick camera? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> is like, there, that's the question. Is, like, is Google going to put a Gmail app on? I mean, like, no. Does it have leather? Like, uh, does it have leather? <laughs> Here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an LG G4 that runs Windows. <laughs> uh, can it, I mean, like, maybe, can it does, can it, is it one of the new ones that can do the sick thing where it turns into a computer? Like, all of that to me is cool. Yeah. Uh, if the Xbox One was not, in my experience, like a relatively slow and buggy product, the idea that all these apps, are, like, all of it's there. They did the thing, right? They made it work. Like, they have the one platform. I'm just worried it's all going to be slow. Yeah, it's also really difficult to explain to people why they would ever want to do what they're, what they're demoing. Yeah, like I I don't know I don't know anybody like eat not I'm not even talking about it like old you know people like my mom <clears> who or parents or grandparents or you know people I'm talking about like peers that I know I don't know how I would explain to them why it would be useful for them to have a phone that they could put on a dock and it comes up on another screen like like I have a laptop I don't need to do that phones because phones aren't you know they're still look yeah. at the, look at the newest uh, MacBook. Yeah, air that still has problems running. You know, even that has problems running stuff, and it's more substantial than what what's in a phone. I think that maybe the phone thing is like a little. That's like a serious road warrior. Like that's the dream of the Atrix Four G. Yeah, I think I think it's it's appealing, but I don't think it's like broadly appealing. But like the idea of the Windows Phone, where you just like have the laptop shell and you put it in there, and like turns that's your laptop, and they're done. You're like, oh, I'm back. Yeah, but I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what serious road warriors do. Phone, that's what they sound What if like. you want to pull your phone out and use your phone as no, a No, you're on a plane, man. You're, you're sitting in first class. You're drinking the wine. <laughs> the wine's not good in first class. Well, you're still... What are you... Boom, look at that. No, you're still... I mean, you're still I, drinking it. I'm, just saying, I'm not saying you're, like, enjoying it. <laughs> it's, like, at least... It's at, le- it's at least it's still an order of magnitude more complicated than pulling out a laptop and using a laptop they already know how to use. Yeah. And more than that, nobody has solved like the battery problem yet. I mean, that's the question. You guys are haters, man. Usually, I'm I mean, the one it, who hates on Microsoft. It's really interesting, but like, how many regular people are actually going to want to? I like, think if you told regular people, "Hey, normals. buy this normals, buy this Windows tablet. It's your only computer, and you can just like go plug it into a thing, and it becomes a computer," they might be into it. They would be like, "LOL, why?" <laughs> well, they wouldn't, but then they would be like, where are the apps? Wait, right. This is yeah. the problem with every Windows tablet like, I've ever used. Does it have Snapchat? That's the question you're going to get asked a lot, and the answer is no. I don't know. I think the Surface is more compelling than a, a tablet that you put into a monitor. Yeah, I would agree And even that's that. more difficult, you know, as it hasn't been, like, super hey, clear. Man, I keep trying to use my Surface Pro 3. I like it. You do? I do. What do you use it for? I, I tried to get one. You guys were like, nah. And then you got one anyway. No, I, I don't have one. So why do you... <laughs> So you just like it from afar? Uh, I'm using it for Dungeons and Dragons, so believe it or not. Wait, wait. So you do have one or you don't have uh, one? I'm using our lo- our company serious? our company model. Oh my God. Bar- Sam, Sam's bar- breaking embargoes. <laughs> TC is still in review units for D&D. <laughs> it's like anarchy right now. Mike is drunk on airplane wine. <laughs> this wine doesn't meet my standards. <laughs> this is the worst first class I've ever been in. Uh, I'm th- I think this is crazy. Here's what I want to, but like the, here's the thing. BlackBerry tried this too, right? Yeah. Does, does your, what? you have a BlackBerry with you right now. Yes, I do. Does that thing, that running runs fake Android apps? I'm Jeez. sure it does. <laughs> you don't even try. I use it only exclusively for email. I don't use this thing for anything else. Let me see this thing. Yeah. That is like, you are like the person who buys the My new God. MacBook because you did buy a new MacBook. You're like, I'm just going to casually Dude, check this thing email so on this chubby. thing. It's, it's cool. a BlackBerry? I it's a BlackBerry classic. Book. You can throw you it against try the this wall. one out right here? Huh? Check that out. <laughs> Come on, wow. TC. T- wow. Can we start a Kickstarter to get TC a new phone? <laughs> I will buy you a new phone. <laughs> I don't want a BlackBerry. Sorry. I mean, do you, wait, this thing, I don't know, you've got a voicemail here. Yeah. You've got 17 LinkedIn messages. Yep. This is a truly a business device. Exactly. Let's see this. <laughs> Look at this, man. You're doing it. Ooh, it's heavy. It is. Yeah. No, it feels, uh, it feels industrial. It's luxury. Wait, is the back, what is the back? The Did you leather? see that no, hilarious? Like touch there was a hilarious piece of news this week where it was like John Chen, the CEO of BlackBerry now. Yeah. Um, he was just out there. He's like, you know, 
we'd work with Apple on security software if they like wanted to. I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> and then like, it was just like this like lengthy CNBC thing. It's like, yeah, I mean, that'd be great. I mean, like, you know, if they want, like, we're open, totally open to working with Apple. I mean, like, not a problem for us. And the last line was like, Apple declined comment. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh man, that sucks for you. What do you think? So you you're you're like a hater, TC. No, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I just am worried that no one's going to care because Microsoft has always historically been really bad about explaining why the new stuff that they do is worth Are we it. just in a period of bad explanations? I, I think that's yeah. been the history of Microsoft. No, no, no. But like, I, like, Apple can't was, explain the listen, when watch. I was a, when I was a hardcore Engadget commenter, yes, yeah. that was a period of my life. <laughs> that, we happened, all? that happened for real. Yeah, for yeah real. I know. I'm aware uh, of the situation. Yeah, I used to be a huge like Windows hype person. <laughs> you I, won't even I, say I can't, it. I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. A hype chef. Hype surf. Oh, a hype, hype chef. Surf. You should do a series of eater called Hype Chef. Oh, my God. And it's just Sam Sheffer my nickname meeting, hi- my nickname, meeting chefs. My nickname in high school. So my, Mike, my older brother's nickname in high school was Chef, and my nickname was Sue Chef. Uh, uh. I mean, I get it, but that's not as good as my idea for you doing a series with Eater called Hype Chef, where you just go and swag out chefs across New York, <laughs> and it's just you, like, showing up with, like, a backpack full of Supreme gear, and they're, like, cooking a steak, and you're, like, putting a hat. Think, just think about what I'm saying. They're like, this is how you make a perfect beef tartare, and you're like, this is how you look totally dope in the club, and, like, it's just those two things happening simultaneously. Sign me up. Hype Chef with Sam Sheffer. Do it, Hype Chef. That's pretty good. I, know. I like that. I'm a font of ideas. I like that. They should have asked me. They, we did our big ad sales new front stuff. I should have been on stage and like, my newest idea for vertical I don't control. <laughs> Hype chef. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think Microsoft power. let people like, you know, they, they took the, uh, you know, they were the Google to Apple of the PC world. Right. You know, for a long time. Like I would have family members go to Best Buy and get a $250 Hewlett Packard PC with like monitor, keyboard, everything for that much. And yeah. they would, you know, a week later they would be like, why is this a piece of shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, well, you, because you spent $250. My on new a question when anybody asks me what a computer to buy is I ask them how long they want to keep it. Right. Um, because that's how I can like push them to like just buy a MacBook Air. For $300 more, you can buy a MacBook Air. And it'll you, last yeah. you twice, if not three times as long. Yeah. They gave, away, not, they gave away Spectres, HP Spectres, to everybody at the audience history. Yeah, why don't they give away the, the Dell XPS? I don't know. That's a nice computer. We're about to be in that moment, though, with Windows 10, where it's like, what is the Windows laptop? I said this on another Vergecast. Where the hell is Microsoft's laptop? They're never going to... Cool Surface, guys. Like, I'm glad you're doing that magnet thing, but where <laughs> is... Oh, man. LOL magnets. Hype chef's getting mean. Yeah, it's like, okay, you, you can watch Google do it with the Nexus program. Where They should just make a laptop but, called Microsoft Metro, and it's boom. Look at did I tell you that amazing. I forgot my laptop at home the other day? Yes. Uh, I and I used that. a Pixel for the entire day wow. at work. How was that? It was pretty cool. Yeah? I mean, like, I have a, like, a classic, I don't do any real work management job. Where, like, I, like, gaze at emails and then, like, yell at some other people, like, wander around, poking Sit at in stuff. a tub of grapes. Yeah, just... <laughs> people kiss your ring yeah. throughout the day. That's, uh... It's weird. It's, it's one of the weirdest parts of our office. <laughs> <laughs> it's my grape tub. <laughs> what? Oh, like, so you crush the wine that Micah drinks in first class. That's weird. <laughs> oh, weird relationship for me and Micah to have. But, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's pretty much how that goes. Mike, I made you some body wine. (laughs) All right. That, unfortunately, was the Vergecast. Wow. (laughs) Don't know why we got to where we got. John left the control booth. It was so bad. (laughs) He quit. He's literally not in there. He's He's gone. gone. Uh, I'm so sorry for what was good. The mic mic is trying to leave me. The show's literally falling apart. It is literally falling apart. So, Sam, engage us. Engage. Um, So, hello, fans, and hello, listeners. Uh, We are on a bunch of social platforms that um, you are probably on, too. The, the the one that I want you to add LOL us on social. right now, lolsocial.biz. Uh, the one that I want you to add us on right now is Snapchat uh, because I manage that account and I do a lot of fun things on there with everyone in the office. Uh, and it is The Real Verge. Um, you've probably seen a tweet about it once or twice. You should add us there. You should also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we are youtube.com slash The Verge. Uh, we post 
all of our cool videos. Yes, we post videos on our YouTube channel, but we have we have a lot of good stuff. We actually just put up this awesome 13-minute supercut of the history of the Marvel Universe up on our website. Uh, you should go find that and watch it. It's good. Um, and now, Neilai, back to you. Great. By the way, we're going to start putting PowerPoints on YouTube. Just think about it. Wild. No one will ever expect it. Uh, okay. So uh, we're on iTunes. Please go to iTunes. Give us five stars. This week, I would your assignment, your iTunes review assignment is to tell us what you would use the HoloLens for. I'm very curious. I don't know the answer. Uh, we also have question. another show, What's Tech with Chris Plant, which is excellent. One of my favorites. Um, it's all at iTunes.com slash The Verge. I am Reckless. Sam is Sam Sheffer. Micah is Michael Singleton. And TC is Chill Mage. <laughs> Word. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to Tripcase. Tripcase.com slash Vergecast. Please check it out. Uh, and a special thank you to High Five. What team does not want to high five each other at work? Take back the first 15 minutes of every meeting and get started today. Go to highfive.com slash Verge and request a free trial of High Five. That's H I G H F I V E dot com forward slash Verge. Free trial. You can finally. Finally start meeting face-to-face. That is The Vergecast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Rock and roll. Bye.